Good morning, Mail-In Crew. From the West Coast to the East Coast, wherever you're listening to the Mail-In Podcast, I'm your host, Brett Merriman. To my right, the lovely, the glowing Sally DeFries. Good morning, Sally. Good morning. Thanks for saying I'm glowing. It's, it's the most popular, uh, I think, compliment when somebody is pregnant. And I don't know why it became that way. Do, but you are glowing. actually glowing? Or you are. Or you're just making that up? I think every every Wednesday morning or Thursday morning when we're doing this, you come in and the the skin is popping. Thanks. My hair is not popping. You you normally say you do your hair a little bit. It's I think today uh, you and I had the same idea. This is ratty girl summer. <laughs> I threw the hat on today, which I don't I, normally do. Yeah, I just we swam last night with Fritz, and it is washed. It's clean, but mm-hmm. I didn't. It's like it's not. In a cute, I can't, I'm not one of those girls who like can wear their hair in like a cute way where it's just like, oh, it's like effortless, effortless beach waves. Beach waves. It's just like gross. Mm-hmm. But I kind of don't care. At this point, you know, I just, who, who are we trying to, it's Austin in mid July. Like we, nobody's hair. The only is reason work I care is if we make clips out of this. So I'm just going <laughs> to pull out them to like put a filter on me or something. I don't know. Just a lot of like imagery. Like mm-hmm. popping right up in and front of my yeah. face. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, I like the swimming tradition that you guys have on Wednesday nights. Wednesday night mm-hmm. swims. Family Wednesday night swims. swims. I love it. Uh, we pick up dinner. We decided to start picking up dinner because the first night, the first time we did it, we made smash burgers, Ooh. which were a delight. Mm-hmm. But it just it didn't allow for ultimate hang time. It was like Drew was cooking and Will was helping, and Lily and I were having to watch the kids. Mm-hmm. And so we decided if we pick up dinner. Last night we picked up home sliced pizza. Then you, you can like enjoy each other's company without having to like. Yeah, I cook. think totally fair. Totally fair. I, I Will said something about home slice that I completely agree with. Which is what it is underrated. It is. It may be the best slice in Austin, Texas. You know, I think we can talk Austin pizza for a second, then we can like move on. But mm-hmm. home slice was like the original, like artisan pizza place in in mm-hmm. austin okay. it wasn't like a you didn't think of it as a drunk pizza spot on south congress right and it, it was wasn't like, like a it wasn't like a domino's uh, okay you're course. like going yep. out of your way mm-hmm. to go get home slice but because of that it got really popular and then it was really difficult to get into but okay. because we have that was probably i don't know 15 years ago because we've upped our pizza options and they've expanded their locations Mm -hmm. it's a little bit easier to i i think they get a bad rap for the south congress location that's basically functioning as a takeout counter that just flings like slices yeah people think oh because you're a slice place you can't be this like well there's top-notch pizza place the south congress location is half of it is Mm -hmm. dine-in right don't really realize how big it is and then the other half is the takeout counter but every time i pass there it smells so good mm-hmm. and, and we finally just gave into it 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 is it, i i think i mean via 313 is going to be my my favorite slice like a like i'm gonna savor every bite but home slice that's the best pizza i mean overall yeah. And it's crazy. It's it's crazy to say you have all these new like the nice some Buffalina Due and San Matero and all these pizza places that are renowned, mm-hmm. but they're all nice and hoity-toity. Home slice. I agree with Will. Yeah, and I agree with you that this is 
the best podcast out there, Sally. You've said that before. And if you want to uh, help us out, please tell a friend about it. Send uh, send a show to somebody. Send some clips to somebody. If they're like, oh hey, this is a situation that you're in, you should you should tune in to these guys and either agree or disagree. But if you'd like to uh, leave a voicemail, hit the hotline eight 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 three six two M A I L. That is eight 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 three six two six two four five. Or you can write in at the link of the Twitter bio at Mail In Podcast. Hit the store washmedia.shop. Hit the YouTube, youtube.com slash mail podcast to see our faces in lovely 64K. Ready for Sally? Yeah, are you write, reading or am I? I'll go. Okay. Hey, Malin. Uh, I'm writing in about a situation that did not happen to me, but someone my wife knows. This person scored five, count them, five, the Eras Tour tickets. That's Taylor Swift, I'm, I presume. Yes. Uh, five Taylor Swift tickets back when they initially went on sale, and they took a full day of work off to get them. Wow. Uh, she invited four friends to go with her. Fast forward to the weeks leading up to the concert, and one of the friends still has not paid for her ticket, which was somewhere between 200 to 300 which obviously is a steal nowadays. Correct. This person eventually tells the ticket purchaser that they can no longer attend. The ticket purchaser decides to sell the ticket on the secondary market for about $1,400. Good for you. Upon learning this, the friend that could not attend the, sh- the concert then requested this money from the ticket purchaser, in, claiming that, quote, it was their ticket, so they should get the money. Please keep in mind that they never even paid for the original ticket and aren't even owed a refund. Out of guilt, the ticket purchaser paid the friend the original ticket price that was $200 to $300 even though they never paid a dime to begin with. I couldn't wrap my head around this because it makes no sense to me. Personally, I would have told this person to fuck off, and they're not getting a dime. Anyway, thought this was egregious enough to write in and get your commentary. Thank you. This is absurd. <laughs> this is egregious enough to write in, and I'm glad you did, because excuse me? Okay, so a couple things. Um, yeah, the Ares tour, if you're getting a ticket for two to $300 and then selling it on the secondary market for 1400 likely the tickets are pretty good maybe not mm-hmm. floor okay maybe floor actually but i mean good tickets yeah okay so first of all as as the friend who took the whole day off work and i didn't take off work but i was at work doing this and so uh-huh. was my other friend waiting was, waiting in your your uh the ticket master queue yeah and then neither of us got tickets oh first of all that friend who did that already deserves a medal because that was a cluster to Mm -hmm. deal with Mm -hmm. speaking from personal experience. Okay. Number two, the friend, honestly, the, the person who has the tickets, let's call her Sarah. Okay. Sarah spent her whole day getting tickets, then invites friends and could clearly make an insane profit on them. Right. Correct. Yeah. So she could just not invite friends. She could just sell all of them. But right, she right. is choosing to take her friends and, and giving them to her, them at face value. Mm-hmm. She could be a shittier person and even charge them $500 a piece if she wanted. Sure could. Okay. But she's being the nice person and a, and a, a normal, just rational person. Mm-hmm. Offers them tickets. At this point, this is where the other friend, let's call her Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Rebecca, when she figured out she couldn't go, first of all, mistake number one. 
you're <laughs> having gone True. to the Eras tour. It's amazing and a, a once in a lifetime opportunity. And I'm not trying to like be a Taylor Swift stand here, but like when you literally are one of only a few million people who get to go because <laughs> of the ticket market, yeah. you should just, just suck go. it up and go. But here's the thing. She could have, Rebecca could have paid for the ticket and then been like, shit, I can't go. I'm going to sell it. Sure. And done that herself. And truthfully, had she done that, I would have still been pissed at her because mm-hmm. it's really not her ticket to sell. It's not her ticket to flip yet. Yeah, right. But, but she if did she buy had paid it, for she, it. If she bought yeah. it, she, it's hers, technically. Yeah. Okay. If it's been transferred. None of that fine. happened, though. Rebecca said, I can't go. Sarah's like, cool, I'll sell it. We'll miss you. Mm-hmm. And then Sarah makes eleven hundred dollars, eleven to twelve hundred dollars worth of profit. Mm-hmm. Sarah sounds like she could be the pope at this point and would probably use the twelve hundred dollars to like pay her friends back. Yeah, hey, hey, the you, other you friends want free tickets. Yeah. yeah, but Sarah deserves that given what she went through. Okay, with Ticketmaster, fuck Ticketmaster. The fact that Rebecca, what a bitch of a friend, thinks that she's entitled to not only a ticket that she didn't pay for in the first place or do any work to get, Mm -hmm. that she had claimed to but didn't pay for, wants the money? Insane. Is it's, it's, is bonkers. It streams like she – I mean she's – Completely uh, entitled. Completely either – well, yes – and just so desperate for for cash, I guess. Yeah. Is like, like, are you down that bad? Where you're, you like, I don't. How does that even compute in your brain? Like, what is what part of her is like? Oh yeah, this that was mine, so I should get the profit there is for no, that. Why? Where do you like? You didn't I mean, even pay for if it. I'm, I don't know. If I'm the original crazy. friend and other friends going on to the concert yeah. with Sarah, I'm like, you can fuck right off, and also. Like we're the fact that your brain even went there makes me question everything about you. We're done being friends. I, I yeah, I tend to. Agree. I mean, I'd be like, you're not that's invited. Really dramatic, you're you're not invited to things. Like anymore. you're not invited to things anymore. Sorry, you're getting a, a few week friend suspension at the very least. I can't believe the first girl, Sarah. I can't believe she paid her, but she sounds paid like her. the nicest person. She in the world. sounds like a nice person. She's good a job saint. for her. Yes, she's got good karma coming her way. As Taylor Swift, uh, see, karma is a, it is a cat. Maybe she but, has a cat coming her way, Randy. Like the I, the audacity <laughs> of this bitch. I, I, if I were her friends, I'd be like, no, you can, no, fuck right off. That's insane. Thank you for writing in because that I we I had to. I just needed. I hope if you listen to this podcast, Rebecca, I don't. Please reconsider everything. If she would have paid for the ticket and then flipped it herself. And kept the profits. That is allowed. Mm-hmm. Although it is also allowed for the original friend to be like, hey, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? And also like, I I think it's more of a big deal then if she does that and the original friend's like, you want to throw me some bones since I'm the one who did all the work to get the ticket? We can have a discussion there for sure. But for like, sure. she didn't do any work mm-hmm. besides mull it over a little bit and then decide she didn't want to go. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Horrible person. Wow. You know what? Really heated about that. I, I am too. You know what I don't get heated about though, Sally? And that's our friends over at Green Chef. Only heating you're doing is in the kitchen. In the kitchen. I have taken a liking to cooking, to 
getting my chef on. And that is literally because of Green Chef. They are giving you the tools to be your own boss in the kitchen. Your own chef. Yeah. Yes, chef. They give you the ingredients. They give you a bag of ingredients, and it is up to you. Like, you have to make, you have to cut and chop, sizzle, saute, everything. And that is why I love it so much. It's, it's teaching you to, it's teaching you skills. It's teaching you uh, what you like and what you don't like, perhaps. I'm, I'm now like a peppers, onions, tomatoes, uh, cilantro guy. When Basically, I'm a salsa guy now. But Green Chef is the best. They're the number one meal kit for eating clean with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. Uh, they have recipes that help manage your weight, support your wellness goals without skimping on flavor, can confirm, and feel your best with nutritionist-approved recipes, including meals under 700 calories, protein-packed meals with 40 grams of protein on average per serving, and flavorful plant-rich vegan and vegetarian meals uh, featuring certified organic produce, good-for-you grains, and plant-based proteins. Uh, get everything you need at Green Market. So you have your one-stop shop, not only for meals, but you can get grab-and-go breakfasts, brunch kits, wholesome lunches, ready-to-eat snacks, and more. And you can easily add on to your weekly order. Uh, just out of curiosity, Sally, are you still rocking with you got like you, you're a big Mediterranean bowl person? I don't, if I remember correctly. Yeah, we do a lot of like Mediterranean, pescatarian, mm-hmm. veggie forward recipes. How about some shrimp fradia volo this week? Wow. Summer squash, roasted red peppers, onions, basil pesto, and a shrimp fradiavolo. Kidding me? Blackened chicken cutlets and grits. Crunch onion pork chops. It's all healthy, too. It's the best. So here's the deal. Uh, go to greenchef.com slash mail50 and use code mail50 to get 50% off your order plus free shipping. Again, go to greenchef.com slash mail50 and use code mail50 to get 50% off plus Free shipping. Let's do the next one, so. Hey, guys. All of my friends and I are in our early 20s and in our first jobs out of college. I was lucky enough to get a remote job with unlimited PTO that pays a fair amount more than the other jobs in the group, and I'm super grateful to have it. Obviously, this gives me a little more financial freedom, and I'm wanting to do something with it. A small trip here or there. Nothing crazy, but most of my friends aren't able to swing it. Do I go solo? Try to plan a year out, find myself getting bored and feel like I'm not reaping the benefits of my situation at a time when I have no real commitments. Do y'all have any advice? Yeah. Yeah. This is tough. I'm just, there's a feeling of guilt here too. It's like, I have a, you know, you have, you have, you're set up with a good job. Yeah. Unlimited PTO. You can work from anywhere and, and you do well. Yeah. And you're like, you almost don't want to because you don't, there's something about if you travel solo, especially at this age, early 20s, right out of college, you want to be with friends. Right. And so there's, we talk about traveling solo a lot or working solo or, you know, yeah, I love to work at a bar with the dinner around me or on a vacation spot. But early 20s, you're like, I want to be with the boys. Yeah. And so there's something that's sort of less grounding and, and less, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but about working solo or traveling solo. I, I encourage it to sort of find yourself and, and let yourself enjoy being with the company of one. Yeah. Um, I think this is a great opportunity to do that. But I get in your early 20s 
when all you're accustomed to is hanging out with scores of humans, that it doesn't have the same effect. I agree. Uh, I think it, I, having been the friend who is it the opposite side where like I was broke and didn't have a great schedule and mm -hmm. <laughs> didn't have the expendable money. And unlimited PTO. And yeah. The, I was always like jealous of my friends and, mm -hmm. and especially in your early twenties, you spend a lot of that time that you do have off and a lot of your funds on traveling for people's weddings or bachelor bachelorette parties sure. or, you know, all the stuff like going back to your college town for whatever big game. So the big trips that everyone's doing, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And so you don't really have the funds to be like, oh, let's just like go to Turkey, you know? Right. Uh, I do think that there, especially if you're young, you don't really have anything tying. You like home, mm -hmm. you have a lot of PTO, you have money at your, you know, you, you don't have, you don't have children. You right, don't have, exactly. uh, you know, then, it doesn't sound like do you do travel. Yeah. I think, I think solo trips feel scary, but I, at the same time, I think by the time you realize you want to take a solo trip when you're like 30, the time you benefit from the most is probably your early twenties when yeah. you can like get to know yourself. Totally. I totally. And when you're not a solo trip and you're not thinking about what's back at home or your, right. your work responsibilities are overwhelming and, and the Sunday scaries kick in and you're like, well, I just, I was a, away from my family or relationships or commitments or job for a week and now I'm behind. Yeah. Whereas it sounds like this guy can kind of come back from that and just be like, all right, we're, we're hit the ground running again. I think the other thing about planning trips with friends, and again, this is, has continued well into my thirties. Mm-hmm. We're trying to do this right now for 2024 and it's like a pain in the ass because getting getting everyone lined up of like, okay, who's available, who's willing to spend this much money, who's yeah. – that's always difficult to the point where you like legitimately just have to plan it and be like, if you want to join me, cool. I know. That's that's what you have to do now. You have to almost – it's there's almost like a, like a deposit deadline. Like, hey, by July 19th, that's the set date. If something comes up after because it's like an emergency or somebody gets pregnant or some, you know, like yeah. that's that's different. But like we are, we're we're going, we're locking in. Well, we're, and Venmo's are out. All of those circumstances change as you age. So, like I said, in your twenties, it's like the people who are, are willing to throw down, mm -hmm. maybe a year out, are also going to have to like attend weddings. Totally. And the people who like in your thirties, it's like okay, I'm willing to go, but like oh shit we don't have anybody to watch our kids or like whatever. Yeah. So I say solo travel now. I would, especially if you've never done it before and you're like a little apprehensive about it, start small. I was going to say, you don't, have to, you, you don't have to do Monaco for your first yeah, solo Yeah, you don't trip. need to go African safari. <laughs> like yeah. go to San Diego. Yeah, that's a great by spot. By yourself. To like, go solo work. For like a half of a week. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like Wednesday to Sunday. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And maybe, you know, if you if you are so remote, I think I'm I'm trying to steer you into the direction of turning solo trips into just sort of work trips. So you you're going to an Airbnb in Tallahassee. Yeah. And 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 working for a couple of days, probably during the week and and doing that. So that's sort of a way to um be responsible and and, and you're not going partying 
you know, and by yourself all weekend, but you're doing work in a new place, getting comfortable with a new environment. And like at the end of the day with, with something like this, if you're doing well and you have the ability, like it doesn't hurt to just put some away too, you know, yeah. and, and you don't have to be, you don't have to be, you don't, you yeah. You don't have to look at your bank account balances like, uh, you know, like a, a checkered flag, like let's go. Let's, let's run that down. Just because you have unlimited PTO doesn't mean you have to. I mean, right, exactly. you should absolutely take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. You don't need to like max out, you know, you don't need to be gone 30% of the time just right. to like prove that you can. Yeah. You know, like you find yourself getting bored and you're not reaping your benefits. It's like, well, you also don't want to be on the other end of the spectrum where it's blowing through PTO days or, or t- sort of taking advantage of this unlimited PTO and people start kind of like, oh, well, Where's Brett this weekend? Oh, he's in San Diego. Then he's in Denver. Then he's in Seattle. Then right. like there's there's a there's optics there too. Yeah. Um, but if you're remote, I would just start. You know, every every other week, maybe you work Monday through Thursday in a different location and taking advantage of a cheaper Airbnb with a weekday rate. I don't know, but uh, it's a cool situation. Yeah. Very Good cool for you. I'll do the next one. Yeah. Oh, you're. I just read. You just read. I'm up. Hey, Brett and Sally. I figured because y'all talk about weddings and tipping culture a lot that y'all would have an opinion on this. What do you think about tipping vendors at weddings, specifically as the bride and groom? I'm not talking a tip jar at the bar, but tipping the DJ, your photographers, catering staff, and so on. I'd never heard of tipping wedding vendors, especially because of how much vendors charge for weddings to begin with, until our wedding coordinator said that one of the tasks tasks she handles is handing out gratuities at the end of the night Uh, sally i was i was unfamiliar with this too i think this is common uh Mm -hmm. i can't speak to this personally obviously but i i have heard of this before i know that this is a thing Mm -hmm. um if you're unsure about what to tip and i'm i'm thinking specifically here of like people who are showing up day of and like doing a job, okay. aka like the catering staff, the photographer, the DJ. Mm-hmm. You don't like. Do you need to like tip the person who made your invitations? Probably not. Like okay. you paid them a fee for a service, right, right, right. Um, but you are tipping people who are in the service industry. Yep. That night, including your wedding coordinator, I actually think. Oh yeah, I, I would. I would think so, especially if, if they do a great job. Um. I remember when we started planning our wedding mm-hmm. that when we were doing the budget, it was like, okay, we're going to not spend over, let's say, like 5000 on catering or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, okay, well, if you're spending 5000 that's including the tip, so then we need to take out the tip. Right. Yeah. And, and you're and spending like 4200 I was going to say, do you think of that as 20% in your, like mentally? Right. So uh, one person that you could ask, is your wedding coordinator like what's a normal Mm -hmm. hey didn't realize that we need to do that feel dumb but like what what's a normal amount for what's happening yeah i that's i mean in in sort of the snowballing wedding industry if you, you you can get a wedding band for 20 grand right like are you are you tipping them four grand at the end of the night on top of the 20 that you paid and like i don't like you buy especially if you have your accommodations done and like i don't is that is that crazy is that normal i don't i truly don't know i i'm probably again i'm the wrong person to ask i know this exists yeah but i also think that there are 
Um, it's good to ask up front, and I don't think this is an inappropriate question to ask the wedding coordinator or the DJ or whatever. Be yeah. like, hey, is that including your tip? That's That would be what I would ideally seek is like when a restaurant gives, gives me a tab and it's like gratuity's included i'm like okay cool right 20 percent like it almost it's just okay that mentally makes sense versus ha- having one price say it's 10 grand for something and then mentally sort of calculating well there's another two on top of that right ev- for every little thing yeah oh it, it definitely gets expensive and especially of when course, you're already yeah. paying like astronomical prices you're like Oh shit, now I have to like tip you. Yeah, all of a sudden you have 10 grand in tips at the end of the night. It's like, well, that that wasn't in the budget. Yeah. So. So, I think I think a good place to start. I first of all, yes, this is a thing. Mm-hmm. And the people who are doing it are the people paying for the wedding, which in this case it sounds like it's the bride and groom. I'm confused as to the way they <laughs> I, I think it's like about? Tipping the vendors at weddings specifically as the bride and groom. I don't think like, anybody like, else is tipping the vendors in like, except for like maybe the bartenders. I think yeah, it's like one of those things where are you as the bride and groom walking up with a with an envelope of cash or are you leaving it to like Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think that is normally the job of the wedding coordinator, unless mm-hmm. you did it all by yourself and then yes, you're the one who's like handing them the money. And is it cat are we talking like are we are we bringing a duffel bag to the to a the duffel. to I the mean, I think groom a check suite? is probably That's fair. Okay. I don't. I don't know the last time I wrote a check. It was, for, it was probably for rent in New York City. Well, probably like if you're paying for a oh, yeah, giant I mean, wedding, yeah. a check that, is that necessary. That makes more sense. Yeah, because you're not gonna like carry around. Hey, hit, hit me with that Venmo. Cash like a drug <laughs> dealer. Uh, so I I would ask first of all ask the wedding coordinator like, hey, what's the norm? And then also if you're still negotiating prices and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when we were calling bands yeah. and they were like, okay, this includes like an hour break for the band and we do want meals for everyone and blah, blah. And so yeah, if you're like, talking to them about that, be like, what is, is this include the tip too? Mm-hmm. Yep. Just, just, I think. But uh, I, I think this is a normal part of the United States service industry. So I think it's, and I, I Obviously, you've already like paid for the service. You've had the wedding. You're not going to get like blackballed. But people, people like the catering staff mm-hmm. who are working are probably expecting a tip. Oh, so totally. That's like yeah. at the end of their night, if you didn't pay them one, then that's kind of like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I do I hate how, and I think this is becomes popular in the restaurant industry these days, especially in the last three years, where I, I don't like restaurants passing off costs to the consumer like like you they people are like oh i rely on tips to live it's like i i you get paid nine dollars an hour and then right tips are like making up legit income i'm like why don't why can't employees just be paid 20 bucks an hour in the service industry i don't right. like wow i get that it costs more but passing off costs to the consumer i think is just a shitty thing that restaurants do I and mean, we've know. talked about this yeah, before, yeah. how tips are getting out of control. Someone actually messaged me the other day and said that when they flipped the iPad around mm-hmm. at him, the starting tip was 30%. Yeah, that's crazy. That's great. I just, I'm, I'm, it's dissuading me from, from tip, like tipping. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm here's a buck on the, 
Badel that you did not even cream cheese yourself. Yeah. That you flipped over. It was $4, and my options are 25% on a bagel with a little Philadelphia cream cheese canister and a plastic knife that now I have to. I'm going to tip myself. It's Yeah, it's getting out of control. You know who doesn't ask for tips? Our friends over at AG1. All they're doing is giving you a perfect thing to start your day. At a low price every month. One scoop of AG1 in a cup of water. Mix it up in the morning down the or at night. I mean, you can really do it, whatever. But I do it in the morning because I want a great routine. And AG1 helps me do it. They have a science-driven formulation of vitamins, probiotics, and whole food sourced nutrients in a powder that sits in your cupboard, sits on your counter, sits above your fridge. Um and, and just one scoop in the morning and a cup of water, mix it up down the hatch. They are raising the standard for quality in the supplement care category by replacing all of those pills that you have to take every day that are expensive, that are annoying, that, that throw off your routine if you're out of one of them. AG1 puts them all in one powder and, and you're good to go. Mention you're glowing, Sally. Any chance AG1. that AG1 is uh, helping with on that front? Well, I am taking it throughout my pregnancy. There you go. Per my OBGYN, it was safe to take. So I'm getting all my my prenatals in there. Boom. Bada bang, bada boom. Better energy, improved digestion, support for mental clarity and focus, and skin, hair, nails. Yeah. What beats that? One scoop of powder, AG1, you're good to go. 75 high-quality vitamins, probiotics, and whole food-sourced ingredients like we mentioned. So here's the deal. If you're looking for a simpler effective investment for your health try ag1 and get five free ag1 travel packs plus a free one-year supply of vitamin d with your first purchase go to drinkag1.com slash mailin that's drinkag1.com slash mailin check it out uh let's do the next one so all right it's a long one okay hey crew need your help i'm a 27 year old female who met an, another girl two-ish years ago, and we instantly became friends. Had so much in common, especially in the health and wellness space, which was fun for me because I don't have many friends like me when it comes to that. She had her first baby last year, and I was super super excited for her. We had her, her husband, and her baby over for dinner one night, and I sent her home with some sourdough baked goods and lactation cookies. Was trying to be a good friend and support her in the postpartum phase the best way I knew how at the time. Well, fast forward a few months later, and she ghosted me. I don't know what I did wrong, but the point is haven't talked to her in probably nine-ish months. Just decided to move on and let her not be my friend if she preferred it that way. Well, out of nowhere, I got a text from her asking a question about which brand of food I had previously recommended to her. So weird. And I replied, asked how she had been and got no response. It kind of annoyed me because if we aren't friends, don't text me and ask my food recs. Now I'm thinking about how I gave her one of my nice Tupperware containers for her lactation cookies last year and she never gave it back. And I want it now because I'm about to have my own baby and have lots of postpartum food prep to do. Do I have the right to text her and ask for my Tupperware back? It's been over a year since I gave it to her. Also, if this girl listens to the mail and drop off my bowl, please. <laughs> okay. I know what going on here? You put this in here because you want to talk about lactation cookies. What are lactation cookies? Are these, are these, are this, is this, is this real? This is the thing. Lactation cookies, and there, there's like a whole market for them. I remember eating them when I had Fritz. There's a lot of um, 
I don't know how much scientific evidence there is out there, but the certain types of grains and things like that support your lactation. So okay. people eat them to like help increase milk production, things like that. They also say hops do that. So you could do that with beer. <laughs> How um, you doing? But I, I ate lactation cookies. Mm -hmm. Is it one of those things that's like, what's the, which is, uh, which is something helps with like stomach aches and it's just like, a, it's one of those natural things that yeah. has, has, has stood the test of time. Honestly, um, which is I, I don't remember what is in them. A lot of grains and stuff like that. I ended up taking supplements that I felt like were the most helpful mm -hmm. and probably will take those same supplements. I was going to say, is it like, is the, has this just been like a, a way for people to eat cookies? No, no. They're <laughs> like, it's like grains and stuff okay, like that. So they're they're like not like sugary like, tasting. No, they're like goodness. It's kind of like energy balls, you know, like yeah, those it, little, yeah. like you, that it's stuff like that. Okay. Um, but you can make your own, obviously. And it's right. a nice, it's a nice gesture. Yeah. Like, Thank you for my lactation cookies. I here's a couple things I feel about. Are we getting in fights over Tupperware? No. Uh it's been a year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You buy new Tupperware. I'm sorry. You gotta take whatever loss that was, even if it was a fifty dollar Tupperware, and just like roll with that and get some new Tupperware. Like I, I had a friend fifty bucks? No. We, are we rocking with fifty bucks? I, I mean like, sets probably. Yeah, you probably get a set. I, I think Tupperware, nice Tupperware can be expensive, but again, that's that's the cost of That's the cost of doing business in this age. Correct. I just I, I understand like the friend ghosting thing, right? Said I, I don't know why this happened. It seemed like you did everything right. You gave her lactation cookies, obviously. But she is she has literally decided to to ghost you and, and whether that's maybe there's a postpartum thing going on, you know, maybe there was a Maybe something happened that you, uh, unbeknownst to you, or she's she's just busy with the baby. Like I, I hesitate to be like, "Hey, a new mom is not texting you back. She hates you." It's like could be ninety five other things. Right. That's what my next point was. Well, first of all, okay. Number one, if you are having, um, if you have friends who are having babies, mm -hmm. um, it is a really really nice thing to do to like bring them dinner. One of my favorite things to do is just send them dinner. Like be like, hey, we're buying you dinner tonight. Where you want it? We're taking we're bringing it to your house and we're dropping it off on the doorstep and like leaving you the fuck alone. Cause we used to bring people dinner and like visit and like mm -hmm. see the baby. Don't do that. <laughs> no one wants you in their house when they have a newborn. They're like, please get away from me. I'm exhausted and yeah. I have milk all over me. And like I just want to sleep. Mm -hmm. Unless they like specifically ask you to come in. But like I know that we did that to Dave and Alyssa, and they were probably like, Oh my God, we just like want to like go to bed instead of eating barbecue with you. <laughs> yeah, like, unless unless get there's out of like my house. bottles of wine actively being popped. Yeah. Like let's uh oh but look it, at is, the time. it is a super nice thing to do to like check up on your friends who have had babies, especially if they're the first one, because you really it's sort of like an alone time. But with the caveat of do not expect anything back from that person. Mm -hmm. Uh it's a brand new time in their life. They're exhausted. They're overwhelmed. They're probably answering like a barrage of texts they've gotten and they're like prioritizing probably the ones that they're most concerned about, like texting their mom about whether or not like when the baby like sniffled, if like it's still going to live in four hours. So you don't be offended when someone doesn't 
who just had a baby isn't like texting you back immediately. Mm-hmm. Everyone handles it so differently. Number two, if you bring them food, know that the Tupperware, like we said, is cost of doing business and be prepared that unless you're going to be aggressive about getting it back, it is, it's your, the onus falls on you. It's your responsibility. The person with the new kid is not going to like go out of their way to come drop Tupperware off at your house. Mm-hmm. You need to be the one to fall. And this is coming from someone who brought my friend enchiladas. In, in Tupperware. May, in a my only casserole dish. And we just got it back last week. Cause that was like the first time I'd like seen her yeah. and been to their house. And I was like, oh my God, thank God. And she was like, I'm so sorry. I've been meaning to get this back to you. I'm like, it's not your problem. It's mine. Mm-hmm. Like if I need it, I'll call you and be like, hey, I'm coming to get my casserole dish. Whatever. So, sorry. Goodbye, Tupperware. It's over. Number three, I kind of feel like the friend ghosting thing. Again, like you got to give the friend who just had a baby grace. It's been nine months, obviously, she said, Mm -hmm. since she's like texted her. When people have kids, you just don't know what is going to go through their heads. And I think think it's important when you are the friend whose friend had a baby Mm -hmm. to maintain – it it kind of falls on you to maintain the friendship for a little bit while they like get their bearings. Yeah. Um, like I said, everyone's different, but it's it's up to you to be the one texting to be like, hey, everything going good. Hope you're doing well. Like, let me know if you want to hang out. And then like reaching out three months in and be like, let's go to lunch, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just because they are so busy, especially first time moms. And again, some people are better than others. I was horrible about this, but I had a ton of friends who already had kids who were like, cool, we'll see you in six months. Like, yeah. bye. Like, we don't worry about texting first. Like, it's just... Right. It's it's just, hey, be be there, be present, be be the one texting. Right. And, but I, and- I think from this point of view, if she ghosted you and like maybe there's another reason, I would I don't know. just don't, don't put stock in this. It's not like it's, it, you happen to be like, newer friends if this was like your oldest friend i would be offended and be mm-hmm. like okay we need to get to the bottom of this what did i do wrong we've been friends since we were four yeah having a baby shouldn't change that i should be like an aunt to your kid what's going on mm-hmm. yep. but this is like kind of new friend that you didn't have a lot of connection to besides like y'all had some stuff in common but it's not like she is friends with a lot of your friends and like has a reason to like be upset with you but you might have just moved on from each other's lives it's not worth holding all of that resentment in. Like, you've got your own thing going on with your kid. You don't need the drama of someone else. Let, you know, she asked you a question. Answer it gracefully. Move on with your life. Get new Tupperware. That's if she it. If she asks you another food recommendation out of nowhere, do you – same thing. Just – Give her an answer. Here's an answer. Hey, and then, hope you're doing and well. And then Guess hope you're what? Doing I'm well. having a baby too. Yeah. And then – Well, you didn't know that because we haven't talked – yeah. yeah, I mean, you don't have to say it like that, yeah. but like, if you want to bring me lactation cookies uh, in my Tupperware, that'd be great. But like, honestly, uh, with friends like that, I, and all of us are going to have friends like that that kind of mm-hmm. float in of your life, kind of unexpectedly, and then float out of your life unexpectedly. Just mm-hmm. they're there. Enjoy them while you had them. They're gone. You don't have to be best yeah. friends with every single person who passes through your life. I agree. Enjoy the butterfly when it when it's on your uh, on your porch. Yeah. How about and that buy metaphor? New Tupperware. Sorry. Sisterhood of the Traveling Tupperware. Yeah. Hey, guys. Getting tired of the party scene. 
Been out of school for a couple of years, but the friend group still parties like college. Several are close friends from, from college, including my roommate. Partying three and four nights a week has gotten old. I enjoy going out, but want to take this down several notches, say a few times per month, so I can save money and focus on other things like career, travel, and fitness. Plus, want to lose the constant hangovers. I'm thinking about just moving to another city, but is there a less drastic way to make a big change without killing my social life? When I say partying, what, like... Based on this question, I think of this guy is staying out till two or three in the morning, three or four nights a week, drugs involved, like yeah. like hardcore going out, not yeah. going out till nine thirty, having three high lifes, and then calling it a night. But whatever your definition of partying is, if you're over it, you're over it. Right. If you're over it, that's a great point. If you if you. If you don't want to do coke and ketamine anymore, or you don't want to have three high lives, you don't yeah. like. No one's forcing you to do any of it. You have your own free will. Nor like if Randy didn't want to do eight sugary cocktails anymore, he's just he wants to bump it down to like four. I think everyone goes through this phase. Some people hit it before others do. Uh, some people are like forced into it because maybe they go to grad school or they get in a relationship and then they mm -hmm. automatically calm down or vice versa. Some people get in a relationship. It like causes them to party more because they're like have a new whole group of friends. Yeah. I think I was probably, I was probably in the middle to early adopters of throttle, I don't throttle go it out. back. Yeah. Okay. Anymore. Um, Actually, I was probably middle because I was single for longer, so I went out a lot more than mm. some of my friends in relationships. You would pregame to fix you, famously. <laughs> in college. <laughs> uh, I don't think you need to do something as drastic as moving to a different city unless you like legitimately have a reason to move to a different yeah, city. I and getting a new group of friends can be that reason. Mm -hmm. it, it's also just possible, and I say this with love, being 30 – it it doesn't feel like this in your early 20s, but it is possible to do things that your friends don't do and remain friends with them. Yeah, it is possible to say no to a hey, I'm uh, guys, I'm I'm going to I'm going to play video games tonight. You guys yeah. have fun. I think much of college in your early 20s is like how many things can you say yes to? Yes, being a yes man being peer pressured out of FOMO, being being part of every single thing, going mm -hmm. to every wedding, being a part of every uh, beer league, whatever, softball team. You know, like Hell literally yeah. saying yes to every yeah. single thing you can. Whereas in your 30s, you're like, we got to – someone put me on a softball team. I got to like <laughs> have friends again, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong. It's not – if it kills your social life because your friends are like – You're taking a night off. Then 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 they're, they're not your friends, right. right? Like, I don't think you have to be a jerk about it, but I think you can be like, hey, I'm trying to get healthy. I'm going to stop going out on weekdays. There you go. I'm Great all yours idea. Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Why and not? Like we had friends who went through that. And it feels weird when the first person does it because you're like, oh, wow, okay. I'm but then, like, other people are probably relieved because they're like, thank, thank God. God yeah. I, like, why were we doing Coke on a Tuesday? Like, 
Yeah, there's probably one or two buddies that are like the the driving force that probably should move to another city. Yeah. But they're they're kind of roping in a group of eight or nine that are that just are like, just like being dragged are along somebody, and don't want to be yeah. doing it. It's three AM on a Wednesday night at Barbarella and you're and you're dancing to Blink one eighty two with Randy. Yeah, it's it's okay. Just kidding. I think it's especially with your close friends being like, Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a step back for like finances for my mm-hmm. own health. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick to Thursdays and Saturdays only. Yeah. Anybody want to go hit month. a? Uh, I don't know. Go hit a happy hour. Have two glasses of wine and then go home. Anybody? Yeah. Anybody sound? Yep. Sound good. Perfect. And and just be firm. Just mm-hmm. be like, hey, I can't meet you out tonight at ten. But if you want to go tomorrow at five p.m. when you get off work, mm-hmm. and like have a beer, cool. I'm your guy. Maybe cut out pre games <laughs> at people's apartments. See if that does, does anything. For but you. I think being the person who starts the change is never a bad thing. Then you're just the innovator who like stopped de- drinking Cuba Libres and like decided that you wanted to drink like a freaking spritz at like 6 p.m. and sounds, then go home. Sounds specific. I'm just saying, you know. I, I totally agree with you. Be the change you wish to see on 6th Street. Yeah. It, it, or the world. At least, At least you are getting to change your habits based on your own like free will and you're not like having to go to rehab and change your habits you don't right change change your habits before it's it's physically necessary to change your habits or or because you knock someone up and now y'all have to have a baby together or because you or or because or because you don't get used to it and then you go to grad school and you're like oh my god i've been partying four nights a week and now i like don't get to do any of it just do what you want to do throttle down instead of slamming the brakes yeah start there and then see how you feel i don't think you need to move to another city though unless you really think you have unless you want to move to another city yeah right like if you're if you're asking this question as a way to be like hey should i do it then fucking do it. Yeah. If you want to, do it. But don't use your buddy Jim partying three nights a week on blow, th- excuse me, three weeknights a week till 3 a.m. Like, don't blame him. Just do it because you want to do it. Right. If you do end up, you know, continuing on with that lifestyle. Or if you just decide you want to get healthy too. Or get hydrated. Liquid IV is the best. They are the number one powdered hydration brand in America, and they are now available in sugar-free, Sally. That is huge. I'm very into the sugar-freeze. Yeah? Okay. Okay. One of my biggest complaints about trying to be healthy in general, and this is coming from a pregnancy standpoint, is like trying to cut back on my sugar. Yes. Because I feel like... And, and part of being hydrated and getting electrolytes, it's like natural to have sugars. Mm-hmm. But having the sugar free makes you feel it makes me feel a lot less guilty about like okay, I'm I'm not about to like guzzle like multiple a Coke's gr- yeah. worth of yeah. sugar. Absolutely agree. Get the electrolytes without the guilt of sugar, and they taste just as good, mm-hmm. which totally. is which is surprising. Three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness. Liquid IV hydrates two times faster than water alone. You can also keep your daily routine of Liquid IV exciting with three new flavors. Ready for these? White peach, green grape, and lemon lime. And these are the these are the sugar-free ones. Yes. Yeah, they're a delight. I've had all of them. You're, you're a big Concord grape 
one. I'm a big Concord grape. So full disclosure, uh, Will and I both receive a lot of liquid IV. They they are extremely generous with their uh, sponsorship. More so than two people can go through in a whole. Mm -hmm. So I have been sharing with my hospital homies, okay? Mm. Which they all appreciate because we hospital homies. Yeah, we get dehydrated because we also noted cannot be drinking water throughout the day like we should. No, you get like a couple minutes to chug some water and then you have to go back into the OR for hours, mm -hmm. which is why I love a liquid IV because I triple my hydration. You know, hydration multiplier. Uh, I'm not gonna lie CTT. to you. I hoard the sugar-free new flavors to myself. Did wow. not share that with anybody else. If Sally's Sorry, you guys. hospital homies are listening to this. Uh, you're on. You're on notice. I mean, but the thing is, I don't feel that guilty because I gave them hella good flavors. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I even oh, gave fair. away that's a fair. bag of Concord grape wow. that I love. So I'm not gonna feel bad about hoarding the sugar-free ones because I still provided them with the delightful tangerine with the immune bo booster. I gave them the matcha mm -hmm. with the energy booster. I gave them the Concord grape. I gave them the green apple. I gave them the strawberry lemonade. I like. I'm a right. freaking liquid IV fairy over here. You are. I'm not going to feel bad for keeping one bag of white peach to myself mm -hmm. for my hydration needs in this 104 degree heat. Go off, queen. Thank you. They've made something for every day or every part of the day, which I think is why I, I've become so enthralled with them. In the morning, as a uh, sort of maybe a recovery kind of thing, a re some, yeah. some recovery hydration, whether that's from a workout or perhaps a long night before. They made something for uh, the midday. Maybe you're feeling a little run down and you need to up your immune system in flu season with some uh, immune boosting liquid IV. Maybe in the afternoon when you're feeling a little groggy, need a boost, you don't want to reach for the coffee. How about the matcha energy booster? Yeah. Capiche? And then maybe you get an afternoon or late night workout in. Boom, liquid IV after your workout to replenish the electrolytes you lost. They got something for every part of the day. Real people, real flavor. Real hydrating, now sugar-free. Grab your liquid IV, hydration multiplier, sugar-free, in bulk nationwide at Costco. Or get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code MAILIN at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you use promo code MAILIN at liquidiv.com. Sally, before we bounce, let's get some shower thoughts out of the way. Do you have any shower thoughts on this uh, lovely Thursday morning? I, uh... I'm going to the Blink-182 concert tomorrow. Really? Yeah. You're going to fall in love with the girl at the rock show? No. But I I don't know what to wear while pregnant. I, mm. I could do the, like, copy Courtney's entire aesthetic of her saying, Travis, I'm pregnant, and, like, I'm on a poster. Okay. I think she's wearing a bodysuit and some, like, jean shorts, but, like. I just am going to like look like a frumpy girl instead of the girl at the rock show. I'm like kind of depressed about it. Why don't you just go like full full tummy out and just like – I could. Like crop top and, and jean shorts and just like let's rock. Yeah. Like get some know. heavy eyeliner. Yeah. And yeah. just really like lean into it. Just See, like, hey, we're rocking. We were going to go to the Kid Rock show a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Famously couldn't because we were attending Klein's wedding. Mm-hmm. Let those tickets go to waste, yeah, unfortunately. Just... And I had a whole ensemble for that because I was just going to embrace white trash pregnant. I, I, that would have been good. You can you can embrace like but scene like, girl pregnant. Yeah, like like punk rock pregnant is like not a thing. Like skinny jeans with the uh, 
with the top button, like the flies kind of like unbuttoned. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's I don't know. I just I'm gonna have to like research. That's my current shower thought. It's like I don't know what I'm gonna wear to this concert tomorrow. Okay. I'm so jealous. I'm quite excited. Ugh. Blink is somebody that Will has looked at the set list so he knows when he can pee. And we have very opposite Peace songs. Uh we have very opposite like I want to be there at the songs he doesn't want to be at because I think he was into Blink a few years before I was. Okay. Which makes sense given our age difference, but there's like songs he like knows from like their first album that like I don't even know because I got into it like probably the commercial phase mm-hmm. of like. I'm looking at their set list from last night. Oh, okay. So it'll be interesting. Man. I know. I'm excited. There's a little lull between 10 to 14 where they go, dump weed, edging, aliens exist, which you don't want to miss that one. Cynical, happy holidays, you bastard. But then it goes into stay together for the kids, always down, bored to death, I miss you, Adam's song. Yeah. Can have to have to be there. I feel like Will like thinks he could leave during I miss you. I don't know if he is has said that out loud, but like you got to stay for I miss you. We used to play power hour a lot in college and each of them had a theme and mm-hmm. we had one that was just called punk rock power hour that's a great one it's a and great it was a one. lot of blink 182 and avril Levine and yellow car yep we there like that was back in we also had one called power ballads power hour which was Ooh. like a lot of celine dion and whitney houston just like belting lyrics those that's the type of songs i would put on at karaoke at village Ta- or not karaoke uh like the touch tunes at village tavern on the lower lower east no that's east 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 Side, West Village. I don't even know what neighborhood not, that technically is. Those are opposite. I know. That's why okay. I was like, uh, I got tripped up. It's on Bleecker or off of Bleecker. Um, and you would start with like some just really like uh, Third Eye Blind type of everybody knows songs. And then you would get like Celine Dion and um, scenes from an Italian restaurant. Yeah. Bar bumping. Uh, they ended last night in Dallas. You know, what's my age again? First date, all the small things, damn it. With a snippet of we are never getting back together and deep in the heart of Texas. Wow. That is an all-time wow. all-time song like ending to a concert. Golly. If I wasn't uh, flying to Montana tomorrow with Rachel and her family, I would be in attendance. Yeah. Sad. Uh, What's your shower thought? My shower thought is we have a new social network to play with. Familiar with threads, Sally? I am on it. I am on it as well. User two six two two four four one. You didn't take your your username? No, I did. But if you go to your Instagram, it shows your little threads badge. So if somebody can click on it, it shows what number user you are. Oh, really? Yeah. Where? Like right under your profile. Like if I'm if I'm here, it doesn't have your little threads thing. I don't. I guess not. Oh, it has it on mine. I don't know how. I don't oh, know how to. You okay. can hide it. You might have hit it. But like you can see it on like Will's, like Sunday Scaries. Mm, okay. Is user. He's he's in the first million adopters. Actually, not the first million. The second. I'm, I'm not even seeing it. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll look into see? that. Yeah. I don't have that. That's cool. I think it. I think it's to like kind of amp it up to other people and then it'll get rid of it. Yeah. I'm volume shooting on threads. I'll tell you why I like it. Sorry, go ahead. You had a. You had a I thought. got it mostly so I can see other people's stuff. I'm probably not going to post from it. I haven't posted from Twitter in like forever. I think so. the idea of threads is fun because 
for me, my Twitter group is very different than my Instagram group. Yeah. The Instagram is almost it's still it's still closer to more friends and Twitter is like the like internet strangers that I've become friends with. Instagram is my friends that I like I rely on that because they're not on Twitter. Like I have very my, few friends. My issue with threads currently is that and I this is just me playing around with it last night. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot of content I did not sign right. up for. Right. And that's the that's the biggest problem. What I figured out is you see all threads that any from person the, that you follow is any person that you follow the people that they follow right their their threads populate your timeline so the timeline's a shit show so you almost have to curate the people you're following a little bit correct oh yeah absolutely more intensely you have like the fact that they don't have a chronological just just follow feed is such a like that's a miss it's well, going to actively push I people I follow away. more brands on Instagram than I do on Twitter Mm-hmm. for a reason because like i don't care about what brands are tweeting but like i do care about what brands are posting especially if they're posting like new like products and things sure. like that but i do not want to listen to them thread what are we calling it when you like put out a instead of it it's a thread okay but like the thread would imply that there's more than one right um and, and there's not usually so like, it's just for example, this is who's currently screwing me over. Okay. I follow Stasher Bag. Do you know what a Stasher Bag is? I don't. They're like these silicone um bags that are like reusable, sustainable mm-hmm. sandwich bags is what they started as. Nice. But now they have them in a bunch of different sizes. I don't know why I follow them on Instagram. No, I I, I, I hey, I I follow like landscape like, architecture but and like, lawn it's, care. It's like stuff. kind of like a dumb follow but i do like use a lot of their stuff especially trying to be a sustainability queen uh Mm -hmm. they were on shark tank mark cuban famously invested in them of course anyway i think most of the shit that i saw on threads yesterday was all of their like them replying to people them people they follow i'm like oh my god i don't care yeah i i totally the feed's a disaster they gotta they gotta figure that out make it chronological and make it just people you follow. And yeah. if you want to have like a, a for you tab kind of thing, that's right. that's other content because I get the, the cold start problem, right? They don't want you to log on, sign up and not have any content. somebody I follow comment on something sure. on a thread. Yep, that's fair. And then I find people they're following, but mm-hmm. I don't need just random threads of people that I follow who they follow. Like yes, that's too many. Absolutely. That's too many degrees of separation. Totally agree. Uh, you can't, there, there's no search function. So if you go search like you can search twitter for threads that contain or the tweets that contain the word chicken wings yeah you can't do that on threads right now you can only search for accounts so there's no search function there's no dms like we'll there's get there. yeah the, they'll, i'm sure they'll get there i think you probably roll it out i don't know they, they probably were like just fucking do it take advantage of elon turning twitter into his own do i feel good state. about dumping all of my stuff into the meta universe no uh, there's a there, there's, there's a data issue for sure but like i you can have i'm i am like you you have all my data already i carry around it's an not iPhone. about the data for me it's like do i want to support meta yeah no it's like it's just uh, so like every, they run the world evil. and the, yeah it's like having an iphone i don't know like do you I, think I've, I've resigned is better a better option than elon like i think i think he's a better option than i think elon, he's a yeah. better option but is he a better person like i don't know oh uh, yeah i don't know i think i, I guess think i'll it's decide when they, they have a cage fight yeah i think it's done that they they try they're like 
they are so convinced that algorithmic serving of content to you is the best instead of just people that you follow. Like I, I get on YouTube, it makes sense because you want yeah. like you want to go down different rabbit holes, but you just with, with platforms like Twitter and Instagram or, or Threads. I don't want that. I just want to yeah. see what people are posting. And like Facebook still doesn't have a you have to search around to find the feed that's just your people chronologically. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. But Let's I'll wrap be on threads cuz the baby's kicking me in the bladder. Nice. That's fun. <laughs> I have to be. We will wrap it up. Uh subscribe, rate, five stars, review, tell a friend about the show. Hit the hotline number 888-362-MAIL. It is 888-362-6245. Or you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio at Mail and Podcast. Sally, where can the people find you? Sally DeFries on Instagram, Twitter, and Threads. Wow. There's a question we skipped uh, that we'll get to in a couple weeks. Skincare. Oh, yeah. No episode next week. No episode next week. We'll I'll be, be in Montana. Sally's working. And we'll see you, uh, see you in two weeks. Okay, bye.